This is Joey Janela. This is Marley. Hello, this is Ricochet. This is the Bulldozer Matt Tremont. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. So, uh, Mike, are you excited? Are you uh, all WrestleMania this weekend? Um, semi, semi excited. Like more so than last year, right? Actually, I was really hyped for last year's WrestleMania. Really? What what caught what what was exciting you about last year? Um, I think it was the Hell in a Cell match and the um, AJ's first WrestleMania match. All right, that's fair. But I feel like this year has much as as weird as some of the match choices are. I think it's, it's much stacked. Better. It's stacked. Oh, it's a stacked card. But Mike, I, I do have to ask, um, how do you feel about living a lie? What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. You did not come up with the original idea for the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, and you know it. I did some digging around, and I found out that you were not the guy who came up with the idea for this podcast. You're living a lie. Okay, then who created the show? Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to reveal to you tonight the man who truly came up with the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Wait, wait, wait. You brought him here? Oh, yes. I found him. I I brought him back from selling protein and steroids in France. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ryback. Uh, Thank you. Ryback, is it true that you came up with this show? Uh, yes, 100% true, and uh, no, I'm not on roids. Come on, dude. Look at your fucking head. Of course you're on roids. I mean, uh, thank you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Ryback. Okay, thank you, Ryback. You can go. Okay, I own you all. Have a good show. What a, what a weird guy, that Ryback, but still. But, ladies and gentlemen, all pretense aside, I am Avenging Ben. Ryback's bitch, whole book, Mike. And we are the general. Welcome to another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, episode twenty-five. Twenty-five, man. We actually, made it. We made it. Five so, until thirty. So here's to thirty episodes. We have a lot of things in the works. So tell you what, um, what's uh, so, Mike? What's uh, what's going on in the wacky world of wrestling that we should kick off the show with with this week? Okay, so basically. Later on in the show, with me, Ben, and even Matt and Danny Coffer, who's going to make a special appearance, we'll give our WrestleMania predictions. We'll talk about everything that's happened this weekend. Uh, but it was yesterday was a sad day to be an indie fan in New York. Because so somebody that we all know and love. Yeah. And, yeah. No, don't even. This is... Yeah. Okay. Like I, I'm gonna let you. Take I, I don't. I don't even know how to like say it. Because we said we. If you haven't seen it, we were on Run In Radio last night. A great show. We collaborated with a ton of times. Thank you for a short and riot for letting us on. And we talked about. Well, I got. A, I talked about my thoughts on this last. Yeah, night. you talked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. The thing was, I really dominated the conversation last night. I am totally at fault for that. So I'm gonna let Mike. Have the floor a lot for this? No, 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 no. Tonight, you're going to get a pass because I feel like shit and I'm trying to save my voice. 
for WrestleMania this weekend. But it, well, I'll let you. It'll be more equal, equal footing this week. I'm sorry for dominating the contest. It will be more equal this time, and I apologize. But there is let's no. Just, e- let's, let's just let's just inform the viewers of what happened, what, what transpired yesterday that caused a tremendous controversy on Facebook, Instagram, all all over social media. For those not in the know, um, the if been, James, if, if you've been living under a rock, a rock um, which is a good thing in this in this day and age. If to quote Trevor Noah, if you've just woken up from a coma, you may want to go back because it was announced uh, yesterday morning. This broke at what, like two o'clock, one o'clock? Yes. So in the early afternoon, uh, Wednesday, it was announced that James Riley, aka Rude Boy Riley, wrestler of many who's been wrestling up and down the coast, um, yes. was charged and arrested for, I'm reading here, 10 counts of promoting sexual performance by a child and 20 counts of possessing sexual performances by a child. His bail is set at $3,500 and his court date is set for May 15th. Uh, we're not going to go into too much detail beyond yeah, if, that. If, if, if you, if you want to find that for yourself, look it up. It's, it's on, it's in the New York post. It was on Pix 11 and yeah, this is not, we're going to take comment. This, so Mike, what are your immediate thoughts about this whole thing? Okay. So I think everybody knows that it's like, it's like me, Ben, like a few other people, like in our group chat and our DJ sent us like, I think it was him. It was either him or like, I think it was like Ray sent us a link and I see the picture and I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? I click it and I read the, read the title. I'm like, no, this has to be a sick joke. That's what I thought too. And honest to God, it's like when I read it, I was like, this can't be the same person. It can't. But I guess this, this really... It, there's no good way to go about talking about it. You, you wonder why it's weird talking about it? It's because me and you, like, we just saw him on Saturday for the debut show of Capital Wrestling. We we shook his hand. We took pictures with him. We interacted with him. And I now sold, just to I find merch, out this. I, merch, I sold merch, right? Literally, the, the, after the dude's match, he ran up to me, ran up to buy his table where I was standing, and he stood by me as we were selling merch. And it it's really insane. It's a, and by the way, shout out to all the people in the chat. Jason, Kevin, Ray, as usual. Uh, Nova. Hey, welcome to the but, show, everybody. I Trust me, we're going to be talking sorry, about a lot. This is, hopefully, like for the near future, we don't have to do two weeks in a row starting off with somber news. But you know what? Sometimes Wrestling, you got to do that. Yeah. It's, so Even also, though we hate it, we have to. Like, we're not going to go into like big details about it like i said before you can look it up for yourself what we what we were reading is simply what was advertised on the new york post article so that's the information that is out there publicly is all we're going off if we don't have any inside scoop or any other information to bring to it all we can bring to it is our perspective and our thoughts on the whole thing now what is your opinion on like okay so the story broke Everybody started flipping out, had their own opinions, which is fine. I'm not going to call out anybody on their opinions. They're allowed to have it. But then all the indie shows that this man has wrestled for and was going to wrestle for, like, immediately was like, they were scrubbing everything with him. Like, this reminds me of Benoit. 
I describe it, you say scrubbed, I say sandblasted from everything. Like, there's not a trace of this dude left on anybody's uh, social media or even their YouTube pages. Like, let's not name companies specific. Should we name companies specifically or no? Well, no, like, if you, if you're, if you're, fa- if you are a fan of Rude Boy Riley, then you know what promotions he's wrestled for. And, like, if you've seen him recently, you know, like, what he's been doing. And, like, he's, like, he's been everywhere. He's been a mainstay for New York wrestling. And, and he, to be honest, I think he was going to be in the WWE soon. He had, he recently had a tryout in February, I remember, because I saw the, like, the uh, YouTube video. It was, like, him and Michael Lando. And this guy, he had, he had a lot of potential. But this now, dude like, was... This, 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 this one story just, like, ruined his whole career. And I feel bad. Justify, but this is one of those weird things because we still have a fair amount of emotional attachment to him. Yeah. Because, like, it's it's not fun to talk about this, especially when it's somebody you know. Because we know it's, 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 This is so fucking... It's not even, like, nothing to joke around with. This is child pornography. Like, this is something, like... This is the, the the reason we debated. We debated talking about it because is this something we should get involved with? But you raised a great point. We're a news show and we should talk about it. Yeah, that's one of our jobs. That we we are as a podcast is one of our jobs to inform people of certain things. It's, this is one of those things. Like last week, we we gave our thoughts on the page video. We gave. Um, we gave a, a tribute to uh, Jim Ross's wife. It's like, we have to do this now. It's like, and enough or nothing. There's probably going to be more of these in the future. It's sad, so, but it's true. We are ultimately a comedy news show. We like to do this show to make you guys laugh and to talk yes. about relevant subjects. This yes. is not funny, and we wanted to treat this with the, with the, with the dignity that it deserves because... <clears throat> Uh, it's it's horrible, and you have to deal with it because yeah. shit. Well, and, and, shit like that, and, and shit I, like this happens. And honestly, there's really nothing else for us to say about this. Just I, I, I'll say it for the last time. If you want more information on it, go on uh, Safari, Google. It's like what you. Yes. By the way, I am sick. I'm dealing with a cold. Thank you, Four Eyes Ed, for asking. Thank you very much for I Z. Okay, if you live if you if you live in New York, the weather here is fucking ridiculous. One day it's like sixty, the next it's gonna snow. Now tomorrow it's gonna rain all goddamn day. Yay. So now that we've gotten through the I agree with you, the rest that the weather is fucking horrendous, but now that we've gotten yeah. through the difficult news, let's move on to something a little bit more fun. Ladies and gentlemen, which, at the which, time which you're which you're more excited about. Oh, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, later tonight on Flow Slam TV, uh, me and a a sort of a a selection of the GAWP crew are going to be tuning in for Joey Janela's spring break. And I am so excited for this. Oh, my God. Have have you seen, like, the ads he's been doing for this? This is fantastic. Okay, so I I know of the one with uh, Scott Hall coming out of the genie lamp, but what's, like, the other ones? Uh, well, he's done. Well, in terms of like just advertisements, he's done. Game Changer Wrestling has been putting out ads for this thing. Like they've done the. Of course, because invest- it's because it's their it's their promotion. They just they. I like to think they just <coughs> gave, they just gave him a, a, a set amount of money and just said, you know what, go have fun, not. just have fun. 
And it was just like, God damn. And like, if you've seen this, I know people are split hard down the middle about their opinions about um, Joey Janela. Some people love him. Some people can't stand him. Some think he's a great wrestler. Some say he's a, a hardcore spot monkey. Nobody can... Nobody can put a, a lot of a lot of people have different perspectives on the career of Joey Janela. But the one thing that we can all agree on, as far as Joey Janela is concerned, is that the dude is fucking creative. And oh my god, because they had they did this promo. Here's an example. I'm looking at the Game Changer Wrestling YouTube page right now, and they have um, the Invisible Man is going to be in the Clusterfuck match. They literally call it the Clusterfuck match. And it is, of course, and it's literally, it's literally just them filming a wall. It is just them filming a wall, and I'm just like, oh, you, you madmen, you madmen. I feel like I, wait, hold on. You you said the Invisible Man, right? Yes. I think, I think Disco Inferno actually pitched that in one of the TNA creative meetings. Oh really? That's crazy. No, not for TNA for WCW. Like he had, he pitched the idea. It was like, so we're in the locker room. And, like, it's just an empty chair. And then you have uh, either Tony Schiavone or Mike Tanay say, coming up next, the Invisible Man debuts. It's like, when you first hear it, it's, like, funny. But now it's like, it's back again in the year 2017. It's like, God damn it! like, why? <laughs> Joey Janela, if you want to talk about things that don't belong in the year 2017, let's talk about the, let's talk about the main event and just sort of work our way backwards. Joey yes. Janela... Is tell tell the people at home who Joey Janela himself is going to be wrestling. Well, he rubbed the genie's lamp, got three wishes, and one of his wishes is going to become tr- come reality. Joey Janela versus Marty Janetti. <laughs> I still can't believe with, that. With 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 yeah, also on the Facebook live chat. All right, DJ says it better with that picture. Not yeah, say it because you know, you know, don't like, want to offend people. Don't want to offend nobody. But like uh, Jason Bob eighty seven raises a legitimate point here. Mike wants Glacier because of all the Nitro that you watch. True or false? <laughs> false. I don't want Glacier. I want fucking. What do I want? I want. Um, I want uh, the Super Ninja Warrior. I. <laughs> I want Buff Bagwell. You want, want you want Buff Bagwell? <laughs> it's a joke. If you can make <laughs> if you can make a joke about Rod Jeremy's penis size, I can make a joke about wanting goddamn Buff Bagwell. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, not only that, but uh, as far as an old versus new match goes, they have one that I'm actually quite looking forward to. They're going to have the King of Bros, Matthew Riddle. Going one on one with, and I'm not joking here, Dan the Beast Severin. Okay, I know who he is, but Ben, do you know who Dan the Beast Severin is? Uh, former MMA, UFC legend turned WWF uh, and NWA wrestler. Correct. I, dude, I've been reading his book. No, he has a book out. Oh yeah, no. What culture put this out like a few months ago? It's called The Realist Guy: <coughs> The Story Fuck. of Dan the Beast Severin. Okay, I might have to check it out. No, it's a good read. It's a lot. It's really cool. And like, it's funny enough. Uh, Matthew Riddle puts out his promo about how like I respect him, but like maybe if I beat him, it'll be like a good pass into the torch after I fuck him up after I kick his ass. 
And then just today, a few hours ago, Dan. Those, Sever- those, are, those, those are his words. His word. And then uh, Dan Severn tweeted, posted his response. Is like, <laughs> he seems a little young, a little brash. Uh, I may have to uh, educate him on maybe not using as much foul language. May have to make this guy eat a big old slice of humble pie. And that was fantastic. So I'm, re- I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be great. Oh, my God. But, um... And the course is going to be, what else is going to be? Coming on the coming down the pipeline. The only real match on this show is if our DJ can put the screen back to where it was, because I saw Leo Rush versus Keith Lee, I believe. Yeah, that's going to be happening, and that's actually going to be a really great match. That, out of all this, out of all the matches, that's like the most real match out of all. There's also matches. going to be uh, Matt Tremont versus Eddie Kingston, so that should be that should be good. I see Sammy Callahan versus I think Kyle the Beast. Yep, and there's also going to be. Andy Big Williams, tag, right? yeah. There's going Big to be tag, Andy right? Williams and Penelope Ford versus the real life couple of Braxton Sutter and Ali. And then the battle royal. Oh my, the battle royal. <laughs> Can we? Okay, let's go through the participants one by one. Glacier. Now I realize what Jason was talking about. So fuck you, Jason. Dink the clown, not Doink the clown. Dink the clown. Dink, because the real Doink is dead. Yeah, um, All Ego Ethan Page. Okay. The Invisible Man. Of course. Veda Scott. I like Veda Scott. I really like her. Travis Flip Gordon. I feel like I've heard of him before, but I haven't seen anything like his. And what's the last one? Uh, there's see. more. Oh, there's oh, there's more. Listen to this. Child actor Jimmy Lloyd. Who is the ever-living fuck is that? I have. I know Jimmy Lloyd. He's from CZW, but I don't know why he's a child uh, actor. Some oh, guy that? named okay, Jervis. Whatever. Some guy named Jervis Cottonbelly and many. I've, many okay. more. I, I, I've heard of him in um, Crazy Boy, Facade. And many more. Wow. Um... I'm looking forward to this. Oh, my God. Utter, utter insanity. I am utterly hyped. Jason Bob 87 puts it best. It better be a sober Marty Janetti. Ooh, yeah, that. Because <laughs> Marty has his demons, and God only knows. God only fucking knows what is going through his head. So what do you think of this, quite honestly, giving wrestlers a set budget and just letting them do whatever the fuck they want. Okay, first off, if this is what you could do on a certain budget, I applaud Joey Janela. <laughs> I applaud him. Glacier because... Dink, Matt Riddle versus Dan Severed. Um, you have Braxton Sutter and Alley from TNA or, or AEWE, whatever you want to call it. You have uh, Marty Janetti. Uh, you have Sammy fucking Callahan. And you have other top guys. Well-known guys in the indie scene, too. It's like, hey, guys, I'm going to do this thing called Spring Break, and you guys want to be a part of it? Sure, why the fuck not? It's like Half of this show, I agree with you, just seems like Joey Janela going up to people and saying, hey, you want to be on my show? Okay. Oh, my God. But uh, if you want to tune in, it starts at 11.59 p.m., and where can they get it, Ben? They can, if you want to watch Joey Janela's Spring Break, you can find it on Flow Slam TV. It is going to cost a subscription or a one-time payment, but trust me, it'll be more than it's, worth, it's it. worth it. It's worth it. It is going to be 
it. Yeah. And if you tune, if you tune in now, you can probably catch the after our show, obviously, but you, with our show playing, obviously, but you can still probably catch a little bit of Evolve eighty. So that'll be something. Jason, Jason goes, don't tell me the Invisible Man is going to win. I think so. Oh, God, that's going to be insane. Oh, good Chuck Lord. Taylor might be doing commentary. Okay. Really? That's that's interesting. That's right. Uh, Jervis has been on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. I've heard of them. Uh, oh, yeah, the Boulevard Bully's dad, Matt Tremont. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, can you actually explain to me, honestly, like, let's kill some time before we have to go to break in a little bit. Can you explain to me what the Boulevard Bullies actually do? Uh, I think they have, is it the, like, have a YouTube channel and they do, like, stupid, like, okay, not really stupid, but, like, funny, like, commentary, like, interviews as well. And, like, most of them look like Matt Tremont, so I think that's the joke as well. I think that's the gag. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, but uh, like, before we, yeah, before we go on break, you want to do our top ten list? Sure. Uh, we did not have anything immensely huge planned for our twenty fifth episode, but we figured you guys deserved a little bit of a treat. So tonight we're going to do because a lot of people have actually asked us in the past, but we never really had the time. We're going to list off individually our top ten favorite wrestlers of all time. Yes, yeah. Ben. Do you want to start? Uh, how about we, you first? How about how about we do this? How about we go back and forth? Like we'll, All right. We'll, we'll start from 10, going down to 1. All right. You first, buddy. So at number 10 for me, Scott Steiner. The the, the ultimate math teacher? <laughs> you see, if <laughs> I can't even do it right. I can't even do it justice. <laughs> but um, Big Papa Pump was the fucking shit back in the day. Even like before like he blew the fuck up. Like before, like he was awesome pre Big Papa Pump, back when he was in the Steiner Brothers. I so I, I never had it. I only saw him in TNA. Don't <laughs> stupid, stupid duck. Yep, exactly. Oh my god! So my number ten is, and again, this one's a little weird. My number ten is the Miz. Okay, explain. Okay, I started watching wrestling in 2007, and I started watching ECW in the late 2007, early 2008, and I started watching the bad the ECW. The bad ECW. Let's say, let's say, uh, let's say uh, F- FCW light. Let's say FCW light. <laughs> ECW shit. ECW shit. Um, so uh, I started watching them back then, and I was like. I really like this guy, but other people really seem to hate him. I think he could be... I, I really loved The Miz. I always thought he was really funny. I always thought he was the more, the funnier one out of uh, Miz and Morrison, even though John Morrison was by far the more in-ring gifted one. But I, I always loved The Miz. And if you've ever seen The Dirt Sheet, he, him and Morrison used to do this YouTube show together called The, the Dirt, Dirt Sheet. Sheet. And I fucking loved those. Those were fucking hilarious. So I was like, hell yeah, I, I love The Miz. And his run right now has been fantastic. I don't blame you for that pick, honestly. All right, who's your number nine? Goldberg. All right, okay. The, uh, the WCW, current... Okay, WCW version of Goldberg. Okay. Not, not WWE in 2003 or not even this current one. 
I'm talking about WCW one where he 173 and 0 fucking destroyed Hogan, Nash, Hall, DDP, like everybody on the roster. Oh my! So the so the good version of Goldberg, like the one people actually liked, the one that didn't talk a lot, but just kicked so much ass. Good choice. I I, I respect that decision. My number nine is. Ooh, it's the gamer. It's Triple H. Time to get those shovels. Time to get those shovels, kids. Uh, any, any particular reason for Triple H? Uh, I think Triple H is one of wrestling's most interesting characters. I love his. I loved his progression that I've seen from. By Rich... the way, the video. By the way, the video that Ben showed me wrestling isn't wrestling. The best video I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, this video gave me and I think Mike a deeper appreciation for the subtle storytelling of Triple H from like the 90s onward. If you've never seen Wrestling Isn't Wrestling, go watch it. It's amazing. It's on YouTube. It's by a guy named Max Landis and it shows Triple H's progression from uh, blue blood um, snob to the King of Kings and the Destroyer. And I think it's a great video, but... Yeah, but Triple H, I love his character, and I think like he's had some amazing matches. So that's my reason for having him on the list. What's your number nine? Or number eight. Number eight, my mistake. What's eight. your number eight? Uh, he is the best in the world at what he does. Chris Jericho. Dude, uh, my number eight is Chris Jericho, too. Hey, we're on the same path. I think, okay, well, what's your reason? Uh, he's one of the best talkers in the business, and nobody sells like he does. I put him on the list because there's like very few superstars out there that can play both a heel and a babyface, and he could do both. Sure, he's better as a heel, but as a babyface, he could get himself over as fuck. He really can. That's one of the best. He's the best in the world at what he does. Um, my number seven. This is like a this is like a curveball. DDP. Boo, you suck. No, he doesn't suck. He's awesome. Boo, you suck. What's up with that? Okay, go, go, go. Why do you pick DDP? I like DDP because, like, remember, I've been binge watching WCW. So, looking at his stuff with Macho Man Randy Savage, I'm watching his heel turn against, like, his heel run, I would say, against guys like Goldberg, Ric Flair. Like all these guys, he was at the top of his game at the age of like 38. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't even what. <laughs> but I it's agree. Like, but I agree. I agree with you. DJ, on that. DJ's just like throwing like random sound bites because he's he's not approving of my number seven. All right. Oh, I'm, so, my... oh, I'm sorry. Did you did you want your precious Kevin Owens at number seven? No. My opinion. All right. My my number seven is admittedly his his last year in the company has not been stellar, and ever since his little scandal, it hasn't been great. But I still feel that this dude is one of the best written conquerors and destroyers in all of wrestling. It's the Beast Brock Lesnar. Surprise, motherfucker! Indeed, uh, I have, I have no fault against uh, Brock. Honestly, now is it like current Brock or old Brock? Uh, a little bit of both, actually. But I actually really like him in his current form because he just murders people. And he just doesn't give a fuck. Just does not give a single solitary fuck. Brock Lesnar lives in a log cabin out in the middle of fucking Saskatchewan 
throwing hatchets at bears, killing Throw, them no. with his bare hands. No, he no no he fucker doesn't use a hatchet. He goes out in the woods and eats bears. He goes out, punches and F5s bears, like a comes mouse. home, and then uses them to to insulate his house. I remember when Brock was on the Stone Cold podcast on the network. They were, they were talking about hunting, and Brock just goes, I fucking love this gun. <laughs> I, I, I shit my pants. I was like, the image of Brock with a gun. Jesus Christ. But uh, my number six is arguably Brock's greatest opponent at WrestleMania, Kurt Angle. Mm. And just let me double check here. Dude, Kurt Angle is my number six, too. Dude, what? okay, so two for two. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, that's nasty. Um, and by the way, me, by the way, me and Ben didn't know about our list until now. So yeah, so this is completely new to no, all. No of us. conspiracy theory here. Conspiracy, but yeah. So why is Kurt? Uh, it's kind of redundant to say why is Kurt Angle your favorite wrestler because he's he's Kurt. Is fucking it obvious? Angle. It's obvious. Yeah. He, won gold, he won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. I think he may have mentioned that once or twice. I think like if you had a drinking game about that, you would be in the grave right now. <laughs> every, t- every time he said that, it is agreed. Career. Very much but, agreed. But um, my number five is the Undertaker. A good choice. Good choice. Um, wh- which version of the Undertaker is your favorite? Uh, it's, uh for some weird reason, people don't like the Ministry Undertaker, but I kind of liked him. Like the time he was a low key Satanist. Where to, Stephanie? <laughs> Hang on, Hang on. Let, let, let me try my hand. Where to, Stephanie? That's ah. nasty. But I, I like I like that version. I uh, the, his original. I mean, I can respect it with the gray gloves and the gray tie. I, I like that look. I um, actually really like American Badass. I like. Biker I was about to Taker. say that too. I like the American Badass. That's right. Why do you think so many people hate American Badass Undertaker? I, I really think, like I, him. Because I think it took away from like what he originally was. Okay, so in the 90s, he was like an undead zombie. And then like in 2000, he came back as like an immortal biker who had a uh, fucking Texas accent who likes to spit. And then like once he cut his hair, he turned into like... Let's, I'm just going to say it because I've heard it before. Basically, when he cut his hair, he turned like the big ginger. He became the he became evil ginger. Prepare yeah, to be astonished. And, and you and you gotta say, his promos as American Badass were badass. They really were. They were fantastic. And to this day, the Undertaker still has the best comeback to the what chants because people were cheering what at him, and he was like, "Say what if you sleep with your sister?" And everybody's like, "What." Yeah, I love that so goddamn much. But yeah, Undertaker, good choice. And my number five, uh, Bang Bang. Have a nice day. It's Mick Foley. Okay. Uh, I've met. I'm kind of impartial. I've met Mick Foley. I've we've all have. He's the nicest guy on the planet. His GM left more left a lot to be desired. But yeah, that was that, that was utter shit. Oh, God, they finally, they finally took him off. Good God, and yeah, and I absolutely, I was one of my favorite Hell in the Cell with Undertaker was one of the first Attitude Era matches I ever watched. I um, and one of my 
everybody's everybody up and down the world seems to love this match. I love it too. I love him versus Triple H at Royal Rumble 1999. <laughs> or was that 2000? I forget. Wait, who? Mick Foley? Uh, oh, yeah, Royal Rumble 2000. My mistake, 2000, but yeah, street, I street love... Fight, street Fighter in the Garden. Yeah, I absolutely love that fucking match, and... And also, I I just I love I love I love some of his books. I've re- I've read some of uh, one of his first books. I've read Hardcore Diaries. I I just I love hearing the guy talk about wrestling because he definitely knows what he's talking about. I, I, I genuinely just love Mick Foley. I think we all do, but um, yeah, I, I really can't hate you for that, Mick Foley. I thought he, I figured I was thinking about putting it on my list, but I was like, yeah, no, never mind, because I have like other people in mind. But um, number four on my list, Sting. Nice. Good and choice. I'm, I'm, and I'm not talking about TNA Sting. I'm talking about WCW Sting. Like the cool one who would come down the, from the, the rafters. The crow who would rebel against the NWO. I didn't like it when he joined the Wolfpack, though. thought that was really stupid. But um, I think even he knew that. I think he's gone on record and saying even he thought that was a stupid dude, idea. Dude, even in the, in the current game... The, the model they use, he looks so stupid with the red and the black. It's like so retarded. Oh my god, I kind of agree with you. That was. But what's your favorite Sting match of all time? Uh, it's easy. Like some people always say of his matches with um, Ric Flair, but um, hold on, shit. I would honestly say Sting's greatest match would be. I'd honestly say Hogan and uh, Starcade. Even though it, the finish was fucked up, it was still a good match. I completely agree. But like, but TNA was doing that dude no fucking favors. Remember when they made him the Joker? Oh my god! I have no idea if that was his idea or theirs. I'm putting together, I'm putting together, I'm, I'm writing articles for rantwithant.com, and I'm putting together an article called the top 10 stupidest TNA impact moments of all time, and I'm trying my best to include all the old chestnuts in there, like I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I might include Joker Sting, but I'm including Samoa Joe getting kidnapped in a van, Hogan and Bischoff coming to the company, and I'm definitely going to have to include the fucking Abyss Hulk Hogan Hall of Fame ring storyline. Oh, I feel it, Hulk. I feel the power. Oh God, we'll do. We'll have to dedicate a segment on the show to just stupid TNA bullshit. But yeah, my number four is admittedly kind of a change. He's not a wrestler, but the more I know, I've learned about this dude. I could listen to this dude talk for hours. Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Paul Heyman. Don't fucking judge Like a mouse. Okay. I, Paul to, Heyman, I, I, I can accept that. Most, if I ever had to be in the wrestling industry, most people <sighs> strive, a lot of people strive to be Triple H. A lot of people strive to be Hulk Hogan. Well, not so much anymore. A lot of people strive to be Kurt, Kurt Angle or Chris Jericho. Me personally, I strive to be kind of like Paul Heyman because I love his demeanor, the way he carries himself. It just listen to any time he talks in front of a crowd. It is hypnotic. It's amazing. That's right. 
You know, Paul Heyman was actually going to go to TNA back in, I think, 2009, right? Oh, Jesus. Thank God he didn't. No, because the thing was, it was going to be him and uh, Gabe Kapolsky coming in for TNA. But um, I think Dixie Carter said that Vince Russo has to work with them. And he was like, no. Nope. And then Paul Heyman's thing was he wanted full, like, total control. And Dixie was like, nope, it's my company. You don't have full control. You only write the scripts. And he was like, yeah, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I am out. <laughs> good plan. Good plan on his part. But yeah. But, um, my, think, just, by the way, just, just think about that. If Heyman and Gabe were in TNA to this day, Jesus Christ. That would be utter insanity. Good lord. You want to talk about a competition? That's a real competition if that ever if that ever happened. Well, yeah. Not. But I'm just well, like, it would, basically, it would be Evolve. They would have turned it into Evolve early. It would be like a mixture of Evolve, ECW, like that type of thing. Like even Rig of Honor, too. Yeah, to a certain extent, I agree. Uh, who's uh, your Who's your next one? The Rock. Mm. The Rock. Uh, I prefer Hollywood Rock over the other ones. The other ones suck, in my opinion. Still entertaining, but his run in two thousand three short lived. I hope it was like so fucking funny. Like he played it up good too. Yeah, Hollywood, the Hollywood Rock. Hollywood Rock, like Jesus Christ, he was awesome on the mic. And his fight, like, he had Austin's last match of WrestleMania nineteen. Like for God's sakes, it's it's the Rock. It's the goddamn rock. It's rock. Um, was that your number three or your number four? That was my three. All right. Uh, my number three. Well, we have seen Super Team put together. The hell was that? I have no clue what that was. Um... Thanks, DJ, for being for not including us in what you were doing. Like a mouse. Number yeah, three, is, number three is the Undertaker because for all the reasons you just discussed. And okay. plus, I am going to admit something on the air. I never thought I would. <laughs> do you yep. remember? Do you remember when they did that match at Extreme Rules where if Undertaker lost, he'd have to retire? It was against it was, Edge, right? Yeah, it was against Edge. Okay. I, as a child who bought Hook, Line, and Sinker into kayfabe... <laughs> you legitimately thought that was I it. legitimately thought The Undertaker had lost <laughs> and was going to retire. And I cried myself to sleep <laughs> that Surprise, night. motherfucker! <laughs> and then, I am not making this up, I wrote a fucking letter to WWE headquarters Whoa. on a piece of like on a, like a piece of printer paper. I didn't even like type it out. I wrote it like with a fucking pen, and I wrote a fucking. I actually wrote it to like either to whom it may concern, either Raw GM or either D- Raw General Manager William Regal or something because he was a GM. <laughs> <laughs> I, swear to God, I, I should do not. I did this, and I wrote. Do you, you should. You wrote exactly. 
I don't. I, if I if I had this letter, I would screen cap it and I would put it up for you guys. And I literally wrote, "You should bring back the Undertaker merch sales." I was actually making a case to them. Without the Undertaker, merchandise sales are going to plummet. You are going to lose so much money. Bring back the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> I did my fucking like. He's house. good for business. Bring him back. <laughs> bring him back. So yeah, that's the story of when was this fucking, I think this was 2000, yeah, this is 2008. So this is a story of fucking, uh, this is like oh, what? Ben, we learn something new about you every week, I swear we to God. We do. This was nine years ago, so it was 10-year-old ten ten year Ben. 10-year-old Ben. <laughs> Jason Bobby Simmons says it perfectly. It's still real to Ben, damn it. Exactly. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but like one of my favorite matches of all time is honest to God, Edge versus Undertaker at WrestleMania 24. And yeah, Undertaker was a big part of my introduction to wrestling. And it was. <laughs> I cried when he. I cried when he left. No, that, dude, seriously, that's funny. That is hilarious. Bring him when, back. He's good for business. Yeah, I was making. Don't I was going to TNA. Please. No, I was I was using arguments that I'm using now to justify my arguments in wrestling before I became a full on mark. It's insane. So back then, you, 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 you okay? I like I see. I wish fans were. Like, I wish I could see more fans like that. But now it's like the fans we see now. It's like you know, no, he's not here because blah 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 blah. And like, oh, like he's not really gone. He's just gonna take a vacation. He's gonna film a movie. It's like I miss I miss being a little kid watching wrestling. Thinking it was thinking, real. Thinking. Yeah, it's like, like, seriously. Of course, my mom, when I was younger, had to ruin it for me. Go, you know this shit's fake, right? I'm like, leave me alone! Uh, that the dude happened to me every fucking day in school. Everybody would do that. Come so. on, for God's sakes, Vince Man just blew up! <laughs> shit! <laughs> 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 Holy shit, there was a murder on live television! Oh, God. The I was so... Okay. You wrote a letter to headquarters about that. I used to like tell people that Vince Man died, and people looked at me like, "What is wrong with you?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" Like, th- th- where did you see this? On Raw. <laughs> the New York One say it. No, that's not real. It's like, huh. <laughs> but I saw him die. <laughs> oh sweet Jesus! I, that was fucking hilarious. Oh, but who's your who's your next pick? Who's your next pick? He's phenomenal. Oh. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles. You ain't want none. You ain't got... Honestly, can I tell you the truth? I don't really like his current theme song. I prefer Aya. Why? I prefer, I, I, that, I prefer his TNA theme. I like Get his, ready. Uh, Get I, ready I, to fly. I actually prefer his uh, Ring of Honor theme. I don't, know, I don't know what his New Japan theme was. I don't know. Actually, his Ring of Honor theme was pretty awesome, actually. If we could play copyrighted music for a long time on this show, I would have them play it, but like... Unfortunately, if look it up for yourself, so send us feedback if you think you like it. Definitely, but, but AJ uh, Styles, it's it's obvious. It's, do I have to give an explanation for AJ Styles, really? For the blind, deaf, and the dumb, you probably should. <laughs> no, fuck it. But, uh, no. but no, but um, this guy is wrestled for TNA, wrestled for New Japan, Ring of Honor, and now he's conquering WWE. Honest to God, like, and he's still going. He's going to be in his 40s by next year. Dude keeps himself in good shape. He'll be going forever. DDP Yoga. DDP Yoga. He bought bought the diamond that Cena offered. 
he did. My God, it's true. Damn true. Mr. My, ben, I got you a diamond. <gasps> da 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 da. Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> I fucking thought I died. I fucking died. That was amazing. <laughs> My 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 number two. It breaks my heart every time I rewatch his matches, but I still hold Uh out hope. I still hold out hope that one day, in some form, either it's in New Japan or Ring of Honor, the day his contract expires, we'll see him again. The man who reinstilled my love in wrestling, and the man whose T-shirt I'm wearing right now, actually, Daniel Bryan. I it, thought I thought I thought you were going a dark route with Mr. Benoit, but thank God you said Daniel. Like they reenacted Benoit winning with Daniel Bryan, they inserted him into it. Yeah. I, I, okay, give your reason for like Daniel Bryan. Was it just because of that one run, or did you like like his older stuff, like a Ring of Honor? It really was. I've gone back and I've watched a lot of his older stuff, obviously, since I've become such a huge fan, and a lot of his Ring of Honor stuff is fantastic. But god damn it, that run from 2012 to 2015 was so fucking good. Literally, his his appeal to me started in the most innocuous way. Because I was just like, I noticed how good he was, and I was like, wow, he's really good. And nobody else at my school seems to really talk about him that much. I think I'll start really being a fan of this guy, since I like him. And then his tag team with Kane was fucking gold. I loved Team Hell No. Of course, everybody did. And I loved. I honestly got that's that's like a real highlight of Daniel Bryan's WWE career. And a lot of a lot of people didn't like this storyline. I actually loved the AJ Lee Daniel Bryan CM Punk live love triangle thing. I really loved that. I honestly did too. I wish they kept it going though. And of course, I got to be honest. I have marked out a lot over the years. We all have for specific moments watching him. Yeah, like I marked out pretty hard when he won the title. But I marked out so fucking hard when he finally beat Triple H at WrestleMania. I, I yelled and screamed. I was like, yes, he has slain the evil. Daniel Bryan fucking did it. And then he won the belt. And I was like, yes, fuck, yes, he did it. It was, it was, the, it was the, if you want to talk about a storyline in wrestling being perfectly told... It's the yes movement and Daniel Bryan's rise to the WrestleMania main event. Also, his promo going into WrestleMania 30 with <coughs> that, that Imagine Dragon song, Monster, that's one of my favorite promos of all time. Yeah, it's up there. I think that's up there with, like, the Rock and Austin promo from 17, uh, My Way or the Highway. I'll see you. You know, like the, my way or the highway. That, that's oh, oh my god, yeah, definitely that one. Okay, oh. my way or the high. And like Austin's like, I'm just like, I, I'm not, I don't choose. I, I have to beat you, Rock. It's an obsession for me at this point. And it was just like, I love that promo. But who's your? But we've reached the end of the list. Who is your number one? But before I give my number one, I want to shout out for for I said that's like, like I better be on your list, dude. You're not on the list, but you're in my heart. Oh, that counts. And Tommy, Tommy Salam, I'm just waiting for him to be like, yeah, gay, yeah, I know. Gay. Hey, what happened? If our DJ could give us a drum roll. No, you have to tell him in advance to get sound effects, otherwise. Yeah, I know. 
Sorry. No, wait, hang on. Wait, here we go. I'm gonna put my head. Let me do this. Hardcore Holly. No, Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> I was gonna say, what? Smoke weed every day. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right up, okay. Right one, Stone Cold. I was gonna say, what the fuck are you doing, man? Hard, hardcore fucking Holly. My number one is Test. And it said no. <laughs> my number one is Test. My my one my left fist is at a ten, and my num and my second one is at a two. <laughs> oh my okay. god. Stone Cold, give your give your reason, as if it wasn't obvious. It's Stone Cold, fucking Steve Austin. Hey, what's your favorite match from Stone Cold? Uh, favorite match of his? Austin guy, Oh, now you can tell you're a true wrestling fan when you pick up something cool and obscure like that. Yeah. One, okay. But Anything your, else? Okay, what what's your number one? I labored over this a while, and despite where he is right now in his career, I had to go with this guy just because of... You want to talk about my reaction when Daniel Bryan reached the top of the mountain? Watching this guy get to the top of the mountain for as brief as it was, was the best feeling for me. My favorite wrestler of all time, Jeff Hardy. Wow. Over Matt? Here's the thing. Here's my reasoning. Broken Matt Hardy is my favorite wrestler currently. He's my favorite wrestler currently, but here's the oh, thing. I see. Oh, if I see. you would ask me, if you would ask me a year ago, if you would ask me a year ago what I thought of Matt Hardy, I'd be like, he's the least successful Hardy brother and he fucking sucks. Matt Hardy now is awesome. But Jeff, I was a fan of for years. It was always so, Jeff. Yeah, like watching him win the WWE title at Armageddon 2008 was so fucking cathartic. And I loved every second of that. And honestly, can I tell you, I got to say, one of my favorite promos of all time was the promo leading into his match with Randy Orton at the Royal Rumble in 2008. The song, the rooftops promo. Oh, oh! Screaming from the rooftops, everybody scream your heart out. Remember that song? Yeah, it's so funny because this is like the whole thing about that song. People actually thought he was gonna win the belt. Oh my god! And when he didn't, I was fucking heartbroken. Like, no, they didn't. Like, didn't end like nine minutes. Oh my god, that match was like 10 fucking minutes long, and like, Randy Orton reverses. This is when Randy Orton was in full-on fuck you mode, and this is when Randy Orton was his most fucking hateable. Literally, he reverses the fucking twist of fate and went RKO and wins, and I was like, fuck you, goddammit. You want to see fucking 2008, fucking 11-year-old Ben, fucking livid. I was in my friend's house when this happened. I was like, oh, the pizza's here. I don't want any fucking pizza. Fucking Jeff Hardy. Dear got Mr. McMahon, give title to Hardy and we hire Taker. <laughs> I may have to turn like eight, like 10 or 11-year-old Ben into a full-on character on this show because I did no, some... No, I, 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 don't, I don't want a little kid on this show. Not <laughs> nope. 
Then why do we, then why do we have Ray Raymundo on this show? Smoke weed every day. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So those are, our, but my, by far, Jeff Hardy just, I got behind him in a big way. I still like him too right now, but he always will have a place in my heart as the guy who really made me a wrestling fan. So those are our top 10 favorite wrestlers of all time. And we're currently waiting on our next guest to get in here. We're going to have Matt on in a little bit. We're going to talk about our predictions for NXT TakeOver Orlando and WrestleMania 33. So let's just kill just a little bit of time here before he shows up. It's kind of the, the a dead time of radio. So let's engage with the chat just a little bit. We're probably going to do this at the end of the show, too. But if you guys have any uh, questions. Whoever, whoever's, whoever's ever left in the chat, uh, give us some questions. Definitely give us some questions. So I got to ask. Let's shoot, let's shoot the shit. Let's shoot the shit. And, um, yeah. Anything, anything related to WrestleMania take over this week? Absolutely. Anything, really. Anything about... Because there's a lot of fucking wrestling going on this week. I think progress is going on. Progress. Evolve is currently going on right now. Uh, if you have any thoughts uh, about w- w- break. WCPW State of Emergency. Oh, yeah. That's that's there, too. Jesus I feel Christ. Like, I, feel, I feel like once they announce WrestleMania, like all the other indie shows like, okay, we need to be there that weekend. We need to be there that weekend. I don't give a fuck if how much it costs. Just send guys there. I completely agree. Nobody has questions? Nobody has a question? For real? Seriously? Come on. All right. You guys guys, guys are much smarter than this. You guys are more more livelier. Come on. Give us something more of it. All right. I think it's time for us to go to... Let's go on. You guys have been no in engaging material, so we are going to take a quick commercial get break. We are going to bring our guest on. We're going to bring on Matt, and then we're going to do the WrestleMania predictions and some announcements. So we will be. So Mike, let's take us into commercial. Stay tuned, guys. Flavored Georgia Gold Chicken. Woo! You can get one of them to sign your wrapper, maybe if you ask politely. Woo! Hey guys, this is the Ryback, and I'm in France selling some protein and, and, and roids. And you're listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. When I listen to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, I wake up. Because I listen to them every Thursday at 8 p.m. live on their Facebook. And unlike CM Punk, 
you should go ahead and follow them on social media because they might not block you. At the G-A-W-P show. That's at the D... D fuck. G-A-W-P show. It's feeding time. Return you to your regularly scheduled podcast already in progress. All right, we I guess we have to come back now, I guess. You've ever had. I'm sorry, guys. We're experiencing some technical difficulties, and unfortunately, I don't think Matt Koffler can join us tonight. Unfortunately. So, tell you what, Matt, if you're out there listening, just send us your predictions, and we'll make sure that people get them. So, Mike, are you excited for NXT TakeOver this weekend? Honestly, NXT really hasn't been a press for me lately, but honestly, the TakeOvers make up for that fact, so I'm, I'm expecting more of the same with this one. Definitely. Um, I do have to say, though, the go-home show for NXT this week was actually really, really good. What was on it? Do you remember? Wait, wait was uh, it the Ono and Samson thing there? Oh, yeah. But then... Guess who's going to be in the Battle Royal Sunday? Who? Who oh, Elias Samson. Yep. That, um, yeah, that's, that's probably going to happen. But um, let's 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 go into these NXT takeover predictions. So what's going to happen first? Let's talk about, of course, the uh, debuting. <coughs> Black is going to be going one on one with Andrade Cien Almas. First off, I really love heel um, Andrade Cien Almas. I think he's really good. He's actually got much better. In, like, when did he debut? Before the summer. Yeah, and, and I, my I think God. he's fine. I think he's finally come into his own as an actually competent heel. He's much better as a heel. Thank God. Yes, definitely. And also, I'm really looking forward to the um, Tommy Ed's debut. We saw him, we saw him at the UK tournament against Neville, and now we get to see him like like a permanent roster member for NXT. I hope, like, I really hope that they go somewhere with this guy. Yeah, I, do you think, like, they would push him to the moon right off the bat? I don't think they, I don't think they would do that. Like, I think that he'll be that, I think he'll be the new Ty Dillinger, that guy you put in there just to have a really good match. You see? What's kind of fun? They have in NXT. You for years now, Ty Dillinger was that guy you would he put. Was the, he he was literally the perfect jobber. Guy you would put in a match to for a debuting superstar. In fact, Ty Dillinger was the guy they gave to Cian Almas in his Almas Cruz. And now Cian Almas has seemingly adopted that role. Which is not a bad role, really. You think about it. He's in. This is a high-profile match because everybody's looking forward to Alistair Black's debut. I'm really. It's, it's Tommy End, right? 
Yeah, uh, well, NXT name is Alistair Black. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really looking forward. He debuted at uh, the UK tournament, right? Yes, against the uh, Devil. That was like our first like chance to like, see him. So obviously Tommy End is going over in this match, right? Yes. Hopefully. They, they, they don't swerve us. Uh, I hope they don't do that because that would just be that would just be stupid. But, um, what's this? Um, let's uh, no, let's just talk about our NXT predictions. Next up, of course, it is going to be is going to be uh, Ty Dillinger, Roderick Strong, No Way Jose, and Ruby Riot versus the uh, four person team of Sanity, Eric Young, Killian Dane, formerly known as Big Demo. Alexander Wolf and Nikki Cross. Okay. So, what do you think of Ruby Riot? I re- well, I've seen Heidi Lovelace live, and I think she's great. Yeah, but like, do you like the name they gave her? Do I like the name? Um. Like, like, like is, is it gonna take a while for you to get used to it? It's one of those names where I'm just like, this is going to take me uh, a little bit to get used to. But once I do, it, I'll, I'll get used to it in, within due time. And you got to admit, she has a different look than most of the other girls on, in WWE right now. Most of the girls don't have like tattoos on their chest, and that's what this girl has. She has a different look. She, she, is she straight edge? Is she one of these straight edge girls? I'm not sure if she's... I think our DJ saying yes. I definitely think she's like... Okay, that's better. That is the most bizarre combination of sound effects you have ever given us, and that's saying something. But But I assume he's right. Uh, Heidi Lovelace is probably straight edge, which I'm not... not criticizing her for that but i'm just saying that's probably the reason why she looks the way she does she was she's different like she doesn't look like an oscar and ember moon uh fucking charlotte like she doesn't look like any of them which i like different is good different is good and i'm hoping because in this match i am seriously hoping that she gets a push out of this because nxt needs all the help it can in the women's division yeah because i think that one of the two in the women's match is going to be called up soon, and you need like those women like under. You need your Ruby Riots, your Nikki Cross. You need um, Kimberly, who's eventually going to make her debut on NXT television soon. You need those women to hold up what this division was like a year ago. I agree. I think that it's important to have a diverse kind diverse of types of women on the show. But uh, for this match, I'm gonna say the baby faces win. Oh yeah, that's, that's the storyline that they've been. That's the storyline that they've been building. It, it doesn't. It, it doesn't hurt sanity at all. I, I think like Wolf can eat the pen. Oh yeah, just give, use the use the jobber. Use the jobber. Yeah, he's a jobber of the group. But um, Logic Strong, man, what the fuck happened to him? Logic Strong, I'm the most dangerous man in NXT. <laughs> I was Mr. Wig of Honor, and now gotcha. I'm the fucking opener of NXT. Hey, oh, what oh, happened? Oh, wait, no, I changed to the surfer voice. My apologies. I'm the most bodacious dude in NXT, dude. <laughs> Shaka I got a real red wagon. I can't no do way, my Jose, work. The fuck who named you? 
<laughs> so that's that match. Next up is going to be the triple threat. The triple threat. The triple Echo. threat tag. The, top, the triple threat tag team elimination match for the NXT Tag Team Championship is going to be the Office of Pain, Achim and Rezar, still hate those names, Fuck defending you. against DIY, uh, Gargano and Champa versus Dash and Dawson, The Revival. Who you got and why? I'm going to say... It's also elimination, right? Yeah, it's elimination. So I think... I, honest to God, think the Revival are going to be eliminated first. And I think the Authors of Pain are going to retain. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, I'm thinking out loud to myself, and I feel like it really all comes down to do you think the, do you think the um, Revival are going to be called up after WrestleMania? Who do you think? Who do you the think? Revival? Do you think the revival is going to be called up after WrestleMania? I think the revival, and I'm kind of hoping DIY. It's a hope. It's a hope. Uh, so, I mean, in this case, I'm going to go with the Authors of Pain in this match just because it's a safe bet. And also, uh, with the Authors of Pain, you can have them face uh, that new team, uh, Heavy Machinery. Who are awesome. I like them. Uh, what's their name? Steve Cutler and Otis Borkovich? I think so. Yeah. And next up is, so I'm going to go with Authors of Pain, and who are you going to go with? Authors of Pain? Yeah, Authors of Pain. And uh, next up, we are going to go with, uh, it's Asuka and Ember Moon for the NXT title and Women's Championship. I'm going with Ember Moon just because, finally, get that belt off of Asuka, finally, because it's been too goddamn long. Yes, I think... What is it? Not been a year. Actually, it's been one full year that she won the title. It has been. She she's on a bigger streak than Goldberg. Oh God! How insane is that? She's on a bigger. She's undefeated, and she has held the title for more for about a year now. Yeah. So I'm going with Ember Moon. Who are you going with? I'm going to go with Ember Moon as well, and hopefully Asuka is called up to either Raw. I think Raw should fit more on Raw. All right, and finally, with the final <laughs> match of the night, it is going to be Bobby Roode defending the NXT title against Shinsuke and Nakamura. Uh, I'm going with Bobby Roode, and I think Shinsuke gets called up the night after Mania. I'm going to go with you on that one, too. But also, isn't it weird that they just... Okay, Chris Hero comes back. Right? Okay. Why isn't he in this match? Why can't it just be like, for the first time ever, the NXT Championship is in a triple threat? Rude. Oh no. Nakamura. Like, why not? Hello? I think maybe they're saving that for a later time, actually. Hello? Yeah, they're definitely saving that. Hello? I think so. Shut up. Shut up, whoever fucking DJ. Hello? But um, they like like Odo's theme song. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. Oh, no! So now um, that we've got yes, now that we've we got, got takeover out of the way, now let's talk about our big white whale to slay. Well, 
it's here after a year of waiting, after a year of bitching and moaning, and after so much speculation, WrestleMania is only a few days away. And uh, Matt the Daddy Coffer was nice to send us his um, his predictions. Ah! Of- so let's talk these predictions. Mike, <coughs> stop. Let's go from top to bottom here. You know what? I'm just going to go in the order that I feel like. Is that okay? Because I'm ready to go. Sure. I love that. Oh, oh, yo, oh, stop that song now. After 15 seconds, we get copyright infringement. But if first off, we have Luke Gallows in the club versus Enzo and Cass versus Cesaro and Sheamus in a triple threat ladder match for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. Mike, who you got and why? I got. I got the club. I got the belt. Potato. Yeah, no, I'm going with the I'm going with the club as well because I just feel like they they need the belts. Yeah, honestly, it, it, it's their first WrestleMania, so also I don't know. Maybe you could do something with them and DIY. Maybe if DIY gets called up. I agree, and that, that, that's a potential match. So we both go with the club, and Matt chooses Enzo and Cass. Very good. So we'll definitely have to see who comes He's out. He's wrong, on- though, but we'll see. He's definitely wrong, but we'll certainly see. Up next, we have um, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and we have radically different choices on this. Mike, who you got and why? Mojo Raleigh. And that's where I leave. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, why do you pick Mojo? No, I'm only kidding. I think Braun Strowman. <laughs> I was gonna say, Jesus Christ! I, I was gonna. Don't, don't don't be surprised if Mojo's like in the final four. Oh don't Jesus Christ! It, or don't be surprised if um, New England Patriot uh, Rob Gronkowski's in the Battle Royal too. Oh God, no! Not the Gronk. Get the Gronk out of there. Oh my God! But, uh, I got Broad. If you want to build up a mega star. Fucking Braun Strowman. Don't give it to the big show just because, oh, it's his last WrestleMania, so we need to give him something. No. Put the new guy over. Please. I am going to go with Sami Zayn. You really love Sami Zayn, don't you? I want him to succeed, damn it. I chose him for the people and I'm choosing Are you crazy? Yeah, thank you, DJ. I am crazy, damn it. I am going to go forward with this because I want this... Fucking red-haired bastard, you Archie-looking motherfucker! I want you to succeed. Stop it! No, I will not stop it. Stop that! No, you idiot! We say put over Sami Zayn, please. Stop whining. Ass faces. Stop whining. And Max. Stop whining. You idiot! And that's actually perfect timing. Yeah, and Max. And Matt's choice is some is Honolulu Harry. No, I'm just kidding. Samoa Joe. Uh, I don't think Joe's at the Battle Royal. He hasn't been announced yet, so well, he has I, 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 I know crazy. what he's probably gonna do beside the Battle Royal, but we'll get to that. And next up it is going to be the Cruiserweight Championship match is going to be the King of the Cruiserweights, Neville defending against the greatest man who ever lived, Austin Aries. Trust me. Who you got, who you got and why? I say yes. Aries by DQ. No! Uh, I, say, Aries, I say Aries wins, but he doesn't walk out with the title. I'm going to say Neville is doing good things for that belt right now, so I say keep it on Neville, so I'm going to go with Neville. And Matt thinks the same, so we have two 
two for Neville, one for Ares by DQ. Like, like you know what? Like you know my reason, right? Oh, I understand it. Because like you, just, like Neville's doing good. And he's doing phenomenal. He's cutting awesome promos. The king of the cruiserweights. I love that. Bring me my crown. Are you out of your mind? He is. Shut up, Arnold. But um, <laughs> honestly, I, I, I see like a scenario where like Ares is gonna beat the fuck out of Neville, and Neville's like, "Oh shit, I'm about to lose." Oh. Like hits him with it. Like I see that. Like, and this is the start of the feud. This is at the end. It's gonna keep going. It has to. I agree. Well, who who do you want uh fucking devil to feud with? Noem Dar and Alicia Fox. Yeah. And so next up we have the yes! SmackDown the SmackDown women's clusterfuck match. It is going to be six pack basi- challenge. Basically a six pack challenge. And in this case, I have labored over who to pick for this fucking thing. So well, after, tu- I- after Tuesday, it should be I don't know. I, I th- did it help a, a little bit? Your pick? It did, and it didn't at the same time because it's such an unpredictable match here. This could be the match that determines whether or not one of us walks out with that championship. You think I'm funny, huh? You think I'm funny? <sighs> Fucking Arnold. Why do we let him in sometimes? I swear what? to God. Why do we let this dude in here? He doesn't really add anything to the conversation. I feel like, like he breaks open the door. He opens the phone call. He's just like, fuck you people. I'm in. Yes! <laughs> All right. But as far as the women's six-pack challenge is concerned, I am going to go with Alexa Bliss retaining. I'm going to go with the hometown girl, Naomi. <laughs> well, that's something you and Matt have in common because he has picked Naomi as well. No, in WWE, they'll give the fucking belt to say, I don't know, Carmella. Oh, no, 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 Okay, this sounds so stupid, but it so sounds like what WWE would do. James Ellsworth dressed up as a girl. No. Gets in the match, and he wins the belt. Doesn't that sound like something they would do? But it's Santina Morella all over again. They've done it before. What's stopping them now? Oh, my God. Speaking of, uh, speaking of, let's just do these all in one shot. Up next, it's the women's elimination fatal four-way match for the Raw Women's Championship over on Raw. And it is going to be, and it is going to be Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks versus Bailey versus Charlotte. And it's the elimination match, right? Yes. So I have really, I kind of gave my prediction for this last night on Run In Radio. So. By I the am way, your, go- your your prediction is too fucking weird. No, that was my that was my fantasy prediction. This one is my normal prediction. I'm going to go. Do you want to give Sa- like a br- you want to give a brief summary of what you said last night? My brief, just, like, just, just a brief one. Uh, Bailey turns heel and retains the belt, but I know they never do that, so I'm going to go with Sasha Banks as a safe bet. I'm going to go with Sasha as well. And, and, Sasha, and Sasha is the one to turn heel in this scenario. It's going to be down to them too when she hits the belt. 
It's Bailey in the face with the belt, and there you go. There's your new champion. And, of course, Matt also goes with Sasha Banks, so we have a straight flush. All three of us have picked Sasha Banks. Yep. And up next, we have our mid-card title feuds. We have both the Intercontinental and the U.S. title matches, so let's go through these both. We have the former best friends, Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, going for the U.S. title. I'm really Kevin excited. Uh, yeah, Kevin Owens. And Matt picks Kevin Owens, too. So... Done dusted. Uh, next up, it's the Intercontinental title match between Dean Ambrose, Baron Corbin. Uh, I think Dean. out of... No, not, no, fuck. Not, not fucking Dean. I hate Dean Ambrose. I hate this version of him. I want him to fuck off. Let's go, Corbin. Go, Gorbin. Go, Corbin. We all pick Corbin. Again, another straight flush. We've all picked... For, like, the three past matches, we've all picked the same people. I guarantee you the next one, we're probably going to pick the same people, too. Uh, okay, dude, let's do this at the same time just to get it over with. AJ Styles, Shane McMahon, three, two, one. AJ Styles. Shade. Here's, here's my crazy logic about it. Okay. Yeah. I, oh, I, shit, I, 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 originally, I was thinking it's gonna be AJ, but with I think her, how things are gonna happen after WrestleMania. This is how I see it. Shane wins. Shane beats AJ. By clean, but then AJ on SmackDown gets all pissed off and goes, "Screw this, I quit." Then the then two weeks pass and he shows up on Raw. Oh, that's a cool idea, but I'm still gonna go with AJ, and so does Matt. I so kind of hope have... AJ wins, but for this, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say Shade. Alrighty then, all right, and up next. I can't think of a match that has been more that has had a longer buildup than this one. This has been building for almost two years now, and we're finally going to get it. It is Triple H going one on one with Seth Rollins in an unsanctioned Anything goes. I am going to go with Seth Rollins because if he loses, what's the what the fuck has been the point of all of this? True, but um, oh shit. I like the graphic that our DJ put put because I think honestly, it's gonna this is gonna tell the whole story. Samoa Joe is gonna be out there supporting Triple H, and Sammy's in Seth's corner. But I don't I don't think we're getting Sammy. I think we're getting the Demon showing up on Sunday to help out. That would probably be that would probably be best. And I'm thinking because because you know what I, yes. In storyline, Seth did take out Balor and cost him his title. But Finn could come back and look at all this bullshit and be like, wait, this is wrong. Let me help him. Even though I probably hate his fucking guts, let me help him anyway. And that, that, also, that Samoa Joe's it. out there. They had a feud in NXT, so why not? That does make a... Um... That does make a good amount of sense, I have to say. Um, for me personally, in this match, I'm going to go with Seth just because it makes the most sense. Uh, who are you going yes, with, though? Seth. And Matt has chosen Triple H. So, <coughs> lot riding on this one. lot riding on this one. So, and next up... No WWE. Matt's right. <laughs> he probably is. He probably is. Tell you what. And next up, it is going to be John Cena, Nikki Bella versus Miz and Maurice. 
Okay. This one is really, really tricky. You wouldn't think this one would be difficult to call. Here's my thinking. Okay. Because win, lose, or draw. Whatever wait, wait, happens, yeah. What, win, lose, we're or draw. A proposal. We're going to get John Cena proposing to her, regardless of what happens. And win, lose, or draw, there is going to be a ring. Not a Diamond Dallas Page ring. Not a fucking... Uh, He's, he's going to pop the question, which is not a balloon. He's not going to... Like, all the bullshit segments, he's not going to do any of that. He's going to get down on one knee, get a ring, and propose. Yeah, I completely agree with that. But me, personally... For, for, okay, for storyline purposes, he's going to propose. This is, this, is, this is not going to turn into a real-life thing. It's not. Me, personally... I agree with you. Me personally, though, I may be risking it all here, but I really... You're going to say Miz and Maurice, aren't you? I, I'm going to go with Miz and Maurice, and I realize I may have just cost myself the championship with that, but... I'm going to go with the safe route and say Cena and uh, Nikki. As does Matt. He also picks Cena and Nikki, but I'm going with Miz and Maurice just because in my gut, in my heart of hearts, even if they win, the focus is still going to be the proposal, so... Yeah. And they could use that for the. And they could use that in the storyline. We won the match, but the focus was still on you, douchebags. And I was like, you could use that. Yeah. And next up. Now, now we get. Now we get to like the top three. These top three are the, matches. These are the trinity of terror. Well, a lot of unpredictability here. So let's let's go through these deftly. Up first, it's going to be. The fight for the yard. I really hate how this has been become like the. Wait a. <laughs> The fight, fight for, the for the yard? Yes, they're, they're, they're talking about this is my yard. No, this is my yard. No, this is my yard. They're like, what the fuck? Are they going to mow the lawn? Are they going to tend to the garden? What the fuck <laughs> are they talking about? Mow. <laughs> when you, if you inherit the yard, you'd better mow my lawn, douchebag. Robin Reigns versus The Undertaker. Who mows the lawn? <laughs> <laughs> In a mow my lawn match. Oh, my God. I was, fucking... Okay. I'm sorry to say this, but 23 and 2. Yeah. I'm 23 and 2. This, ha- this has to be it for The Undertaker. I, we, me and Ben put him on our favorite, uh, top 10 favorite list. He needs to retire soon. Oh, I'm God. sorry. It's become the, 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 the state of him recently, I was there live in Brooklyn on Raw. He did not look good at all. He didn't. He really didn't, and that's sad, but... It, it looked like once he picked Braun up, his back was about to throw the fuck out. Ooh, it did. It really did. But uh, Roman Reigns wins, and hopefully Roman turns heel for this. I hope he does, but here's the thing. Matt is going with The Undertaker, and he says, with Braun Strowman interference. We'll have to see what that, what that that if that happens. I can see that happening as well. We'll certainly have to see. So two for Roman, one for Taker. Next up, it is the... Now, Vi- now, we, now, now, now we get into the championship matches, the main titles. Next up, we have the the Viper versus the Eater of Worlds. The Viper versus Follow the Buzzards. Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt for the WWE Championship. I think the build for this has been really getting good. I love the build for this. Okay, this is this is my feel on the build of this whole match. Starts off good. Randy burns his house down great. 
Red uh, Bray cuts a promo with putting the ashes all over him. That's fine. But then, what did they do the following week? You had people in cheap mask circle around Randy. Randy's kneeling down, and Bray puts a like an X on his crotch. And in my I, mind, I'm like, for the love of God, don't go where I think you're going. They're gonna go like full on Deliverance hillbi- hillbilly hillbilly butt sex. Oh my God! They're going full. They're gonna go like, full blown. Like Bray, what are you doing? Right. I know we just burned your house down, but... I'm gonna make you squeal like a pig, boy. <laughs> For this one, it's a, it's a fucking prayer and a hope. I hope Ray Wyatt retains his title. I hope, in my heart of hearts, he does. I am, And I'm going with Bray Wyatt just because there's more... He can't pop- lose three WrestleManias in a row. If he, he loses... Cena, Taker, Orton, no. It stops here. He beats Randy Orton at WrestleMania, and Randy Orton does not need the title. He doesn't. And if you think anybody's going to tune in to SmackDown Live with Randy Orton as champion, you're out of your mind. Also, think about this for a second. You give the belt back to Randy, who's the one person they're going to put it back in the ring with? Wapaloo! No! Oh, God, no! Don't! Don't you dare! Don't you dare do that! Don't you dare be sour! Good God! We will be sour! Jesus Christ! And finally, and Matt says Randy Orton, and we both say Bray Wyatt, so finally we have come to the final match. Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Fruit Loop Universal Championship. What the fuck? Whatever. Oh my god. Okay. okay. Pretending that this is actually going to be a match for a second. Use your imagination for a second. More importantly, how long do you think this match is going to go? Okay, so right now, my eyes are closed. And I'm picturing a brawl, lots of blood, a bunch of spears, a bunch of F5s, maybe a few suplexes. And at the end of it, Brock Lesnar stands tall. As your universal champion, I have to agree. This, and, I, and by the way, this match. Why not? Needs to last, this match needs to last more than fucking five minutes. Oh God! At this point, kick it, off. It the needs show to be and... at least fifteen. No, th- no. This match is obviously ending the fucking show. Oh my God! I hope. No, you know what? It's either this or Roman. And why not? Either one of those two are ending the show. Yeah, I can see that. And funny enough, we've all picked a straight flush here. All of us have picked Brock Lesnar for this one because there is that rumor that he... Isn't there that rumor that he's going against Roman at, at WrestleMania next year? That's that's what Vince wants as of right now. But Because uh, then... Oh, but, oh Jesus but, Christ, but, I just but, realized something. But I mean, his mind he, does change, so... If he wins this belt, and that's the idea on the table, he will have to hold it for a year. That means we will see him, say, three times a year at pay-per-views? Two if we're lucky. A few times on Raw. Also, because the thing is, okay, so Brock wins the Universal title, right? Yep. Then at whatever fucking Raw pay-per-views afterwards, Extreme Rules, Payback, whichever one it is, 
I see them doing like a fatal four way, like extreme rules match. And I would do it with Brock, Roman, Finn Balor, and Kevin Owens. Ooh. You get Roman Reigns in there for the simple fact I beat The Undertaker. I deserve it. Which. which you get, Kev- get Kevin would- Owens in there because he never had his rematch. And Finn Balor gets his rematch too because he got stripped of it the day after he won it. That makes a lot of sense, actually. And then from there, you can figure out who you want to win. So those are, in a nutshell, our WrestleMania predictions. Will the show be good? Will the show be bad? I'm expecting a good show, especially the fact that the WrestleMania setup looks like Universal Studios. Oh, yeah, we should talk about that real quick. We did mention that. Um, if our DJ could please, uh, if, if you guys are already liking our page on the Facebook, I posted the picture of it, and the ramp, the fucking height of this ramp is ridiculous. I didn't know King Kong was going to show up at WrestleMania. And fucking uh, Shane McMahon is probably thinking to himself, ooh, so much shit to jump off of. Oh, AJ, guess what? We're going on that ring on top of the ring. Oh, God. Is that thing actually going to be built for wrestling? Because I swear to God, that is... Dude, no. <laughs> I hope not. <clears throat> oh, my God. But it's like, I don't know what kind of setup that is. But I Okay. The WrestleMania logo is in the style of the Universal Studios logo. But when it comes like the ring and the ramp, it's like, why is it supersized? I don't... Whoever designed this probably gave their kid a ton of sugar and was like, Daddy, are you designing the WrestleMania set? Yes, son. Can I help? You know what? Here's a bunch of sweet tarts. Go think of something. And the kid gets a sugar high, writes down the first thing he saw, and hands it to his coaster. dad. Roller coaster. I mean, big ball. I mean, okay, giant slip slide. Okay, ring giant, on top of giant, the ring. Giant ring on top of ring. Roller coasters, giant rings, swirly screens, and it's like okay. Jesus so Christ. let's let's take a, let's me and Ben look at take another look at this photo. So and really, the, so you got the ring elevated. That's like usually at every WrestleMania. There's always like a contraption on, on top of the ring. You see the mini tron. You see the uh, little ball that looks like Universal, and you got the sem- uh, that was a that's a nicely constructed roller coaster, if you ask me. Oh God, can you imagine if there's actually a working cart on that? That'll be fantastic. And like this ramp, this ra- if somebody fucking falls off that, somebody's gonna die. <laughs> Ooh, I am I am moderately sure that could be fatal. And whoever has seats right next to it, they ain't gonna see a fucking thing when the people come down. I, I, that is, I, what, what do you mean by that? Can you like actually describe that? Okay, so basically, the, it, what I'm thinking is, this is the entrance for everybody. So the entrance is like on the edge of the built on the stadium. And basically, the ramp is like in the middle of like the seats. It's been, it looks like a decent like five feet for my normal seats. So if like people sit right next to it, they're not gonna. If they look up, they're not gonna see the wrestlers. They're gonna see them like in the ring. It's actually a real. That's a really good point. Unless that section's cut off, and that's unless the that is just like for like a display or like for a pit bull or something. Uh, 
Oh, God, it's probably for the concerts and shit. Are they really having three fucking concerts at this thing? Well, who's the other two? It's Pitbull, Full Rider. Dennis. Yes! Let's, let's box, dude. I That's get one. One of these has to be on the pre-show. It has to be on the pre-show. No, Pitbull's going to be on the actual show. Yeah, but I'm just... Okay. Pitbull's a name. I mean, the other two guys. Well, Full Rider's a name, too. I know that, but I'm just, who the fuck is this other guy? Send him to the pre-show. Isn't yo? Isn't Machine Gun Kelly gonna be there? Oh God, not him! I am demanding a power bomb revenge. Never re- okay, not revenge, but another one. Like as soon as like he's done, Kevin Owens comes out, and just power bombs the ever living fuck out of him. I would love that. He's so... like, leave my business alone. Oh my God, that that's probably what's that's probably going. Why, that's probably why Machine Gun Kelly's there. Oh, oh Lord, that's that is probably yeah. At the end of it, I think we're finally running out of steam tonight. So let's start bringing it down and finishing up tonight. Before we close things off tonight, we actually do have a viewer question down below, which we will get to. It's a good one. Uh, we have, of course, uh, this Sunday night. Don't forget to tune in for the Gopamania live stream. Yep. And of course, don't for, and don't forget that the Gopamania live stream is this Sunday. We, we, the, the start time is going to be a little debatable because r- what time does WrestleMania actually start at the main Pre-show show? Pre-show starts at five. So we'll be live anytime from Say five. Around like, like, make sure you check the page around like six o'clock. Probably be the best time. Like around Probably. six or seven, like once the actual pay-per-view starts. Uh, that makes sense. Once again, it is viewer question time. If you have any questions, leave them down below. Um, so yes, tune in for the Gopa Mini live stream. And just remember that in this, it is going to be a triple threat predictions match between me, Whole Milk Mike, and Matt the Daddy Coppler. Whoever gets the most predictions right will walk out with the prestigious GAWP Heavyweight Championship. Yep. And you, and it, it has to be one of us. We have to get our belt back. Yeah, then it can finally be. Then I can finally face you one on one. Yep. So here's hoping that the best man wins, and one of us actually goes home with the gold. So, and don't uh, we forget, actually, we we actually do have one viewer question. We do. We'll talk about that in just one sec. We'll end the show with that. Yeah. But here we next week we're going to have some special guests on the show. Like like we said, we originally sadly we were originally going to have the awesome. Miss Nikki Adams on the show tonight. But By the way, happy birthday, Nikki Adams, if you're listening. Happy birthday to Nikki Adams. We're sorry you couldn't be here, but she got out. She got called out to Florida to participate in the show, so good luck to her with whatever she's doing. But don't worry, uh, we'll be doing an off-the-air interview with her later this week. And uh, yeah, we'll put, we'll, it, we'll put it on the download for you guys to listen to. We, we can also put it on Facebook for you guys, wherever you guys can listen to this. We'll put it up for you guys. And of course, uh, don't forget your viewer questions will be answered. And next week on the show, on the real episode next Wednesday night, just to clarify, we're going to be live Wednesday night. Who told you you can eat my cookies? <sighs> Arnold, calm down for a little bit. Can we please just plug next week? 
Don't forget. Don't forget. So yeah, we're going to be live Wednesday night next week, not Thursday. We're going to be live Wednesday night because our special guests were only available that night, sadly. So we are going to have, if you recall, back during episode 10 of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, we had a very special guest, and he's bringing a friend with him this time. Mike, tell him who our special guests are next week. Well, from Choked Out Radio, we're going to have Jim Russell back on the show. And his good friend, now, don't, now, get a load of this nickname that he's given himself. Macho Man Henry Suave. <laughs> Got him on the We are going to have Henry and Jim from Choked Out Radio on the show next week. Looking a hell of a lot forward to that. And if you wondered why... Because they're going to be live for WrestleMania, and we want to get their perspective from the from a live viewer. Of course, see who's doing it live. So before we start closing things out tonight, unless anybody else wants to post a question down below concerning way, WrestleMania, shout out to Mark that that just joined. What's up, Vape Master Mark? How you doing, buddy? Um, we still call him that, Vape Master. Or is, he, or is he the King of Cloud style? I forget. He's the King of Cloud style. I forget what. What hack job nickname he's given himself this week? I, th- I right. thought it was I thought it was just follow boss number one fan. <laughs> oh my god, that is pretty funny. But next up, let's talk. We have a question here from Ray Raymundo, friend of the show, and he asked, "Here is my question: Being with all that has happened this past week." What are some of the great things that wrestling has given each of you? I know I'm glad wrestling has given me two brothers in you guys. That is. Wow. Aww. Wow. Th- thank you so much, man. That that means a hell of a lot. So, I love you too, Ray. Love you too, man. Even, even though you could be a pain in our asses. Even though you beat it, you've beaten hey, us up a couple happened? times. And you did defeat me in the greatest match in wrestling history in that parking lot. Shut up. And don't worry. The DJ loves it. <laughs> Next up, so he, so yeah, what other things that wrestling has given me? Um, headaches, sore throats. Friends. More than important than anything else, friends. It's given me uh, debt in my wallet. I, I've spent so much money. It's given me a greater appreciation for um, public transit. Yeah. What, even, though the, it's a, even though it's a bitch. Yeah, what, what, kind, what is it? What, what's, what's it given you, Mike? Uh, I would say like meeting new people, which I, dude, the amount of people we've met is ridiculous and they're so awesome. I'd also say, on a personal note, like happiness, because when I go to wrestling shows, I'm fucking like I'm smiling from ear to ear. Every time. But um, uh, what else? What is else are giving me? Um, I guess like, it's also giving giving you a lot also, of hats. Shut up with the hats. But um, <laughs> but um, Aww. I guess that's it. I had something else in mind, but I was like, I completely forgot it because you fucking said hats. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Smoke weed every day. It's given us. It's given us enemies. Let's not forget that. It's given us some enemies. Yeah, but they can go fuck right off. They can go fuck right off. It's given us a peek behind the curtain. We've definitely gotten to see how. How the sausage is made, we've gotten to see... Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? What kind of sausage are you talking about? Like, sausage. Like, the sausage factory? What do you think I'm talking about? Just plug our shit before we go. It's funny because sausage means... (laughs)
Yes. Oh. <laughs> That's that. That gets an aw. That gets an aw. It gave wrestling gave <laughs> wrestling gave us this awesome podcast, which we are very thankful for every week, and we're very thankful that no matter it's whether it's five of you, three of you, or twenty of you, we're tuning in every week. Um, I it's we're very thankful for that, and it's given me memories and friends that I will appreciate a lifetime. But before we go, let's plug our shit. Mike, take it away. Where can they listen to the show? You can, you can find us on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and Podtastic. Basically, if you have an iPhone or Android, we're there. Download, subscribe, and listen every week. Also, if you want daily updates, go to our Facebook page at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. If you want to contact us on Instagram and Twitter, Fucking follow us at the GAWP show. No! GAWP. Absolutely. And don't forget, and if there's for any indie shows we're going to be at in the future, we are definitely going to. Thank you, Carter. He said, he said we rock. Oh, she goes to my school. What's up, Cartier? How you doing, girl? She's doing oh, great. Don't you see the little I in the name? Her name is Cartier. Oh, Get it. my God. Get to the I'm, I'm sick. I'm sick. Uh, by the before we we're gonna start closing things out, but if you have a viewer question, now is the time to put it out there. If you have a question, you let her rip. So like ultimately, let's let's just kill just a few more minutes here. But I'm like, I gotta ask, go since WrestleMania is this weekend, what do you think? What do you think is like the most anticipated match, and which match could you give a fuck about? Uh, most anticipated match, I guess the mixed tag. Honestly. Really? That one? Dude, because it's like, nobody knows what the fuck is going to happen. And, like, the match that people just don't give a, give a fuck about is a tie between Goldberg and Lesnar and Reigns and Taker. Yeah, I agree. Oh, by the way, my friend Cynthia is watching live. Uh, what's up, Cynthia? How you doing? She's my, oh, she's you. one of my, she's one of my college besties, and she's awesome. Cynthia, you're awesome, so thanks for thanks But technically, it. this counts as a question, but who loves Marky? Who loves Marky? Uh, Mar- Mar- we Marky? Do. We love we, we love Marky. He Who can be is a little your bit daddy? Of a douchebag. And what does he do? Sometimes, yeah. but I like yeah. I like Marky. Marky's I I, cool. If, if it's a gimmick, you're doing it really well. <laughs> Indeed, he's doing the gimmick well. But, uh, that's that, that's it for this week for the 25th episode of the GAWP. And Who told you you can eat my cookies? Once again, we're actually, uh, the next indie show we're probably going to be attending, we're all probably going to be at BCW uh, World War 360, and we're probably going to be at, uh, don't boot BCW, they're awesome. Go follow BCW. No! Yes. No! Yes. Cookies? Yes. BCW World War 360, and also on April 22nd, House of Glory presents New World Rising with Kevin Ash and Scott Hall. God only knows what's going to happen at that show. Uh, did, they, did they lock down who, where it's actually going to be taking place? Uh, yes. Elmcore Club, I believe it's called. Uh, or, uh, yeah, so the Elm, Elmcore Club. So, let if us... You want, if you want more information about it, go on the House of Glory Wrestling.net, I believe, dot com? Yeah, as Brian XL would say, he would plug his stuff if he was here. Yeah, if... Brian XL, if you're listening, just plug your shit no matter what. <laughs> yeah. 
So hogwrestling.net, you can find digital downloads there. And don't forget to check out the BC Debris Combination Wrestling Facebook page. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I've got to get out of here. i got to get on a bus so I can get home in time for, uh, for Joey Janela's spring break. I'm at my dorm, so I'm going to go home for the night. Put that cookie down! Probably have cookies while I watch the show, probably. Now I want cookies. Thanks a bunch. But, yeah. So thank you to everybody who tuned in. Mike, thank you again for palling around with me this week. And, Mike, anything you want to say before we go off the air? Uh, not so much, really. Just I'm holding up Mike and... That's Avenging Dead. Um, DJ's in the background. And enjoy WrestleMania. It only comes once a year, folks. The road to WrestleMania has come to an end, and it's coming this weekend. Enjoy WrestleMania, and thank you for tuning in to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. And as and Mike says it better than anybody, don't forget, join the madness. We will see you guys next week. So give me the green light. Because I'm ready to go.